Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. It's no secret that the last few years of the pandemic have taken a toll on Americans' mental health. Even before COVID-19, we faced a mental health crisis in our country, one that's seen a dramatic increase in those seeking help for depression and anxiety. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, nearly one in five U.S. adults live with a mental illness, and one in six youth ages 6 to 17 experience a mental health disorder each year. On the line to discuss is Nikki Castro, a licensed mental health counselor with United Healthcare. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Nikki, how would you describe the current state of mental health in the United States? I would say that as a nation, we are struggling. So much has happened in the past two years that really has taken a toll on us, not just financially and physically, but mentally as well. Is there still a stigma surrounding mental health care and how do we break down those barriers? Because historically, there's been pervasive stigma around mental health. And although it's still evident today, we are seeing more awareness and a willingness to destigmatize mental health. But really, in order to break down the barriers, we need to have open dialogue about mental health. We need to normalize mental health struggles and expand access to affordable care so every person who needs help can get it and also provide access to education and resources and not just to those in need, but to the population as a whole so that individuals can recognize mental health issues in individuals they love along with themselves. What are some signs that you or a loved one may be depressed or need help? Signs and symptoms of depression can vary from person to person. However, some common signs are things like loss of interest in activities that the person may have had interest in in the past, feeling sad or down, feeling hopeless or a sense of guilt, excessive fears, worries, extreme changes in mood, isolation from family and friends, changes in sleep or eating patterns. But what's most important to remember is that these symptoms must be ongoing and interfere with the person's functioning to be considered actual clinical depression. We could have, just as humans, we do experience times where we may feel a lack of interest or we may feel sad, but this pervasive sense of some of these symptoms over a long period of time. Once you know you need help, what are the steps to take action? Um, I think awareness is the first step in taking action. So once the person has identified that either themselves or a loved one needs help, it's really important to speak to a healthcare professional and address it just like you would a physical illness. That could be the, a primary care physician. For many, that might be the first line of contact where they can assess the person's symptoms and provide guidance on the next step. If the person you know, has insurance, calling that number on the back of their insurance card where the customer service person can likely help find them a provider in their network and also educate them on what coverage they have, or even 
seeking an employee assistant program through their employer, which usually covers either three to five sessions uh, with for mental health visits. So those would be, I think, the first course of action. And of course, if someone is needs immediate or urgent care, we always encourage them to call a 24-7 crisis line or to even look at virtual options within their network. Many virtual providers have, you know, they you can find a, an immediate session which within 24 hours. Do you need to be in crisis to seek out a mental health specialist? Absolutely not. I think what we want is to start taking more of a proactive versus reactive stance to mental health. Just like we do with our with our health, you know, we see a PCP every year preventively. We want to get into that same stance when we consider mental health so that we prioritize our mental well-being by identifying ways to focus on self-care and supporting our mental well-being in order to prevent crisis mode and being really reactive with our mental health. Why is it important for us to take ownership of our well-being and mental health? Our mental health really impacts our physical health and vice versa. So by taking control of our mental health, people can not only decrease the likelihood of developing a chronic condition, but also they can focus on modifiable health behaviors such as uh, smoking, regular physical activity, healthy eating in conjunction with supporting their mental health is a way to really take a more active role in their state of well-being. And if we are concerned about a loved one, how do we start those conversations and what are some things that we should and should not say? I think that one of the most important things is to come at it from a very compassionate stance so that the person feels comfortable with acknowledging that they may be suffering or or, you know, having some struggles around mental health. I think education is key. So if someone you love is, is struggling with mental health, I think finding the resources that are available to them, educating yourself on the condition to know, you know, what are the signs and symptoms to look out for? What are some resources available to the person? So definitely just letting the person know that you're there for them and that they're not alone. I think that is a really important message. I've been speaking with Nikki Castro, a licensed mental health counselor with United Healthcare. Where can we go to get more information? Well, you can visit uhc.com. You can also visit Live and Work Well, which is the Optum website for behavioral health. And you can also call the number on the back of your health insurance card to speak to someone directly. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. And thank you for discussing this important topic. Thank you very much for having me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.